Welcome to the Manchild Chronicles Podcast, Sports Edition. Come join our team of armchair quarterbacks as we discuss, dissect, and debate all that sports had to offer this week. Let's welcome our hosts, Ryan, John, Mike, and Jay. Growing up never took so long. Hey, welcome in, cronies, to the Manchild Chronicles Podcast Sports Edition. I'm your host, Ryan, here with my three best friends, Michael, John, and Jay. Tonight, we're going to break down the Super Bowl, talk some commercials, talk some Hall of Fame, and tonight, we have a special guest, our faceless voice that opens our show and does anything cool on our show, Ant, the voiceover guy. Welcome, buddy. I, I like that name. Let's just use that name from now on. Ant, the voiceover guy. Ant, yep. the voiceover guy. The one and only. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need a curtain now just to pull across. You can, I'll, I'll peek out from behind and say something every once in a while. I feel like I'm Turns struggling with where my octave needs to be when I hear his voice. Do I go higher? Like I'm nervous? Am I going to try to match it? What's up, man? Yeah, man, it's a, it's a great time. Like, I, like, how are you born with that? Like, there's you got Liam Neeson, Morgan Freeman, and Ant. That's it. Like, the, what in the world? Great to have you on. I actually have a really high voice. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. I have a really high voice. I just have a bunch of really expensive equipment. Makes me sound like this. I think he's Who doing the you? Michael Jackson thing, but in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think he was. Uh, I think he was practicing exactly. to be Elvis Presley in the biopic movie, and Austin Butler just beat him out, and he has been able to figure out how to get his voice back down. <laughs> oh, no, my voice, my voice sounds just like that when I have a cold and wake up early in the morning. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, funny story uh, with you, Ant. So, um, we have some overlap uh, where we live in Texas. Um, found out that we share some some common interests in in media and music and professional wrestling. Uh, so, a yes. little bit of a teaser here in a couple weeks when we get to WrestleMania uh, time. You're going to be joining us again uh, to talk some some deep shop and. You're probably the only person that I've ever met, um, and this will be intriguing to the other guys, that has just as, if not a deeper wrestling knowledge than I do. Um, And so, uh, you know, Ant gets way down in there into some of the history stuff, some of the, the inner workings of the business, so we'll be excited to have you back. But back to the original storyline, so... Uh, you know, we know each other, we have some overlap in life. And, uh, as we were getting this podcast going, I was having to, um, provide all the voice work and you can hear me right now. I was not born to do voice work. (laughs) You did your best. Okay. I look as I sound and I sound as I look. (laughs) Uh, and so I sheepishly approached you one day and was like, Hey man, um, because uh, you do do some voice work uh, for a living. And I was like, hey, like, how much would it cost like, to get us, you know, some, some cool voiceover work? And you were like, bro, I got you. And so uh, you've slowly worked your way into most of our segments. It was 100 grand, just so everyone knows. 100 <laughs> it was 100 grand. grand. <laughs> and, uh, 
should talk about that invoice. When we yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that off. Okay. We'll do that off here. Do you take IOUs, Ant? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, you've worked your way into most of our segments now. And, and I would say yeah. that of, of anything on our podcast, I have gotten more compliments about you yep. than anything we've ever done. Yep. <laughs> so What's that is, tell you about the podcast? I yeah, know. I don't know. <laughs> but... but <laughs> To say that it is a pleasure to have you on is a complete understatement, so I'm stoked that you're here. No, I appreciate you guys asking. I'm looking forward to uh, to uh, talking up uh, Big Game. Man, it was started off good. I'm sure we'll get into all of it. started off good. And if you're a Kansas City fan, which I see that, well, I think, Michael, you and I are the only two we don't have anything on, right? Um, <laughs> that it was a uh, it was a successful night, for sure. Yep. yep. Started good, ended better. Like I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're done. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Uh, I'll tell you. I was talking with John right before we went on the air. Um, looking at the last couple of years, just short term past to the Super Bowl, I think this has been the most offensively driven Super Bowl we've had in a couple of years, and it was a really fun game to watch um, when you had two teams that were so offensively. Um, skilled and to see the offensive action that went both directions um it was a really really interesting game you know when we got uh in the first half i was like oh my god this is going to be a 60 80 point game and then it kind of kind of <laughs> slowed down there in the middle but yeah. uh this is the first super bowl in a couple of years that i can say that i was legitimately glued to it uh for the majority of the game just because the action was was very consistent and we are all very proud of you, Mike. Just so you know, we are very proud of you. <laughs> so it's funny we talked. We talked on the last episode. I am credited uh, in the intro for every single sports episode, <laughs> and I have only been present for one, and that was the very first one. So old Mikey's getting cut a check every week for not doing a whole lot of work. <laughs> You guys are getting checks for this? You're getting paid for what? this? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Producing has its has its perks. But well, let's, uh, let's let's get into the game here. Kansas City won 38-35 over Philly. <gasps> Lots of storylines going to this game. Andy Reid playing his old team. Travis and Jason Kelsey brothers, Nick Sirianni getting fired by Andy Reid back in the day. Uh, Eagles, Chiefs, the number one seeds, very similar stats. The script was wrote, and the game was played. Uh, I want to start it off right away with the national anthem. We talked about the over-under on the last show. Did you guys see the video I sent you with the he beat it? The under by a millisecond. Wow. Are you serious? A millisecond. 202 was the number. He was at 201.99. Is that oh your number, or the official number that came in? I think that was the official number that came in. Wow. When I recorded it, he was at 2 minutes, 12 seconds, and I st- fumbled during the first four seconds trying to figure out how to get my stopwatch to start working <laughs> on my phone. And when I figured it out, and then when I finally stopped it, it was at 2 minutes, 12 seconds. And so I think he went over. Well, before I saw online, he was under. But anyways, game started out with a bang. Philly goes down and scores. 
And Jay was immediately on suicide watch at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was not doing well, folks. I was not doing well. Well, that's the game. <laughs> Don't know why we're even here. Let's just start recording now. Why is he in the garage with the car turned on and the door closed? <laughs> so dark. In the arms of an angel. Jay, they just scored. Oh, oh, oh. Well, I'm coming back. <laughs> Yeah, Philly in uh, typical fashion all year. They go, they get the ball in the first. Well, I was surprised that uh, Kansas City gave them the ball because Philly scores on every opening drive. They just go right down mm-hmm. the field and dominate, and they usually hold that lead the whole game. Uh, Kansas City got the ball, and then they went down and scored mm-hmm. right away. So we were off to a great start right away. 7-7, seven, seven, mm-hmm. Jay's back in it. He's messaging us again. Woo! <laughs> Long periods of absence from Jay. Oh, man. Sorry about that, guys. I just get so focused. You should watch me watch a game. It's very stressful. It is very stressful. I pull my my, my beard a lot, so there's a lot of long hairs just oh. laying around. Oh. <laughs> just, it's a little nervous thing. Don't worry you about got, it. like, a hand vac or something like that? <laughs> Oh, it's a commercial break. Let me vacuum myself. <laughs> or a lint roller. <laughs> now, did you guys did you guys do food for the game? What is everybody's Ooh, uh, food choice yeah. for the game here? I had I had some wings. They were delicious. What did you guys all go with? And what did you go with? Uh, I smoked a lot of uh, stuff. Started about. Um, he said. He said food and food. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot He's who like, I was yeah, talking I to. It. Sorry about that. We threw on uh, threw on a pork butt uh, about ten a.m. Nice. This morning. And uh, so we also had a chicken, a spatchcocked chicken. Uh, put uh, some sausage out there too. Um, and then the pork butt, and the pork butt finished obviously last. That took the longest, and so we had all that uh, for dinner tonight, right about kickoff. So I pulled the uh, I pulled the pork off right at five o'clock, or yeah, a little after that. But uh, yeah, so I had a bunch of. Well, I mean, we live in Texas, so I mean, that's that's <laughs> hold breakfast, on, hold lunch, on, and dinner. Hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. I got to check something here real quick. Yep, no text from you today. (laughs) 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 I'm glad to see where we stand on the friendship list, eh, man? (laughs) (laughs) That sounds amazing, though, man. Like it's good. There's there is nothing better than good barbecue or good grilling and. I think we're all embarrassed to talk about ours. I know. Now. I don't yeah, even want to talk about mine. Let's keep moving. Arby's had nothing on Ann because he had all the meat. <laughs> now, Michael, Michael, when you uh, have a wrestling event, you go all out and you make all these dishes and dips. And we used to go to wrestling events at your house, and it was like the highlight of my week going there and eating all that food. <laughs> what did did you do? Anything special for the Super Bowl? Um. We had uh, we've developed some friendships here, and so last night uh, what? we wait what? Whoa! I mean, I mean, uh, we've developed some acquaintances and colleagues here, and and we had made a bunch of stuff last night for a uh, Catan party, and uh, Chris yeah, Tana? Chris, Chris no, not Chris Catan. Canteen Canteen. Canteen the, boy, uh, the board game Catan. I really don't know what this is. Oh Let's my god. god! Is this like hide pickle in a tree? Like what? Is this? Shut up! 
<laughs> no, Catan is like a fantastic board game. I'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. That's off topic. Okay. But okay. I had a bunch of the dips and stuff left over from last night. So I had my, my uh, cream cheese and pesto dip that I know you guys love. Love it. Mm-hmm. Buffalo mm-hmm. Uh, chicken dip. Good. And mm-hmm. then those were really <clears throat> the only two dishes that I did. It was all snacks and then just various store-bought mm-hmm. uh, snacks. And then I polished off um, a nice bowl of some chocolate ice cream about fourth uh, mm-hmm. fourth quarter. Um, so it was it was not extravagant, but it was a firm foundation of <laughs> snack food. Now, Jay, you went to Company's house. So what did what did uh, Companies have at their house? Well, we brought with us uh, the chicken wings, little Smokies, uh, cheese dip, uh, pinwheels. Um, yeah, we brought a lot of stuff. They had, uh, man, what? Oh, they had a nice. I don't know how to say it. Charcuterie board. Close enough. Okay, so they had a nice fruit one and a meat and veggie one. Um, I mostly just you must ate. be from one of those liberal states, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I mostly stuck with what I brought, and I just ate a lot of the uh, uh, chicken wings and little smokies. But we ate before the game. I'm very. I can't eat during the game. I haven't eaten since like 3 p.m. There's no way I can shove food down when I'm this stressed. It would not be pretty. You're not a stress eater. No. No. Drinker. Stress drinker. Lots of drinkers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> when it got pretty, when, yeah, when it was 14 to 24, I was like, give me another stiff drink. Just hold the soda. I just want nothing but whiskey. I'm good. <laughs> I need to forget this thing. <laughs> John, do you have anything special? Uh, I got a, had a full full slack of rib or full slab of ribs, some wings, pretzel bites. Nice. Mm, and some uh, and some crack dip, pretty good. Crack dip, huh? Crack. You're gonna dip. be all wired all night then. I'm good. Woohoo! <laughs> all right. Well, the the first touchdown went to Jalen Hurts. The second touchdown went to the legend Travis Kelsey. Into the second quarter, AJ Brown caught a bomb, a beautiful oh, thrown pass. Beautiful. He 45 yard touchdown from Jalen Hurts. Uh, not too long after that, Nick Bolton, the awesome linebacker, took a fumble recovery 36 yards back for a touchdown. They were tied at 14 again. Eagles' next possession, Jalen Hurts ran it in from four yards out. And then they scored not too long after that, again, on a long drive. Uh, and uh, Their kicker got a field goal to end the half, and they were up 24-14 to 14 at halftime. Jay, what were your feelings at halftime there? Uh, I was just trying to numb my pain, Ryan. Just trying to numb <laughs> my life away. <laughs> That's about all I can say. I was, I it was like, all right, let me just have a drink and watch watch Riri do her thing. And I, I honestly, and then uh, also, I want to mention on the Chiefs' last drive of the second half, Patrick Mahomes got sat or hit. Oh yeah, and he looked like he was in a lot of pain. And we didn't know. I'm sure he went in and had a nice little shot, or as Jimmy Johnson said, a a pill to take away the pain. I'm sure that's what it was, <laughs> Mister uh, Miyagi. So who knows what was going to happen uh, after that? Uh, but it, to me, at the halftime, I thought the way Jalen Hurts was playing and the Eagles. Oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't 
didn't think the uh, thank thank God the Chiefs got the ball back to start the half and they yeah. were able to do something with it because if they wanted of yeah, probably would have kept. And, and I'll tell you what too, I've I've heard people talking about Jalen Hurts all season, but it never ceases to impress his flexibility as a quarterback. I mean, to see him not only his strength, but to see him duck, dodge, and run the way he can, and even push <laughs> off some of the defenders, it's it's pretty impressive. And and you said you were. Uh, did you say you're an Oklahoma fan, or are you just a fan yeah. of you're you are an Oklahoma he, fan? He's yeah, big Oklahoma, Oklahoma fan. Yes, I'm, I'm wearing my. It's, oh, there you uh, go. Most all the clothes I have. The uh, <laughs> yeah, big Oklahoma fan, and uh, you know Jalen only went there one year after he transferred from from Alabama. But he when he talks, he talks like Oklahoma was his school the entire time. And uh, I actually posted a. I got to go to the uh, Oklahoma Baylor game when. Um, Oklahoma was getting killed the entire game and came back at the end with, with Jalen and uh, posted a picture that I had, I had taken of Jalen uh, at pregame uh, earlier today. But it, it reminded me that he was, he was the same when Oklahoma was losing as he was when he needed to come back. And I think that's probably one of his big advantages is he does, he's not swayed by emotions in yeah. a game or he doesn't seem to be anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a calm, cool, collect and even. You know, tonight after they lost, he still looked the same as he yep. did when yeah. he uh, uh, when he started the game. And uh, but I think that's a big advantage as a leader and as a quarterback, uh, especially of a, a team that's made it all the way to this game. Uh, that's I mean, what is his second year there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that right? Mm-hmm. Second or third? Third, year? Uh, third, third year. Third year. Yeah. Third year. Um, they uh, for them to uh, them to be there and for him to be in that position. It's uh, it's pretty big. Shows. A lot of his growth and and what he's uh, kind of built on after he uh, um, left left Oklahoma. Well, and yeah. si- I was going to say, and since uh, since I know that he lost today, I can talk positively about him again because <laughs> I love, I do love Jalen Hurts, but his yeah. little calm attitude all day was just ticking mm-hmm. me off. Yeah, I bet it was. <laughs> can, you, can you just get frustrated? Can you throw an interception, Jesus? Give me uh, another drink. Yeah. <laughs> well, but he is responsible for probably the play that changed the whole direction of the game. I mean, when he fumbled that ball and they ran it into the end zone and then it cuts yeah. to him on the sideline, and he's just, you know, he's acting like it never happened. He's talking to his offensive line. He's saying, hey, my bad. We're going to get it. And I'm just thinking in my head, like, if that was Tom Brady, he would have been breaking tablets, oh. cussing out all his teammates <laughs> yeah, and throwing exactly. everything, you know. He would have he been hot and unglued and bothered by it. And Jalen Hurts is like, oh, we'll, we'll go back out there. We'll get it back. When you kind of saw, too, what their belief in him was that the very next play was a running play. Yeah. Him carrying the ball for 12 yards to him. Yep. Yeah. Did, now, and as a college guy, I got an interesting stat here for you. Did you know Jalen Hurts is the first player ever that went to Alabama to score a touchdown in the Super Bowl? Mm. How crazy is that? No. I didn't know that. Wow. All those great players, and he's the first one ever from Alabama to score a touchdown in a Super Bowl. Wow. That's crazy. I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, halftime show. Rihanna. I guess she's pregnant. Apparently, right? <laughs> that's not she, been confirmed, really? Ryan. I think uh, she just that, That's not been confirmed, yeah. I don't think. I think she they hinted, confirmed she hinted it. to yeah. people okay. that she, yeah, she hinted to people it. she was going to have a special guest with her at the show, and that was oh. her baby. Oh. oh. How delightful. Oh, wow. 
Well, that yeah. makes every and rude comment I said about her during the halftime <laughs> extra <laughs> mean. <laughs> uh, I found the halftime show very boring this year. I don't know about you guys. I, I, I was waiting the whole time for Eminem to come out and sing or somebody, and there was just nothing. I was waiting for Eminem to show up, but I don't know if I could say boring like the whole floating platform thing i thought was super cool it yeah. was i i don't know if i've ever seen that before and if i have it must have been forgettable uh but it was i thought that was super cool and at one point like she's standing up there and you can kind of see it like rocking and i was like oh i'm getting wheezy now to or uh, queasy now to find out that she was pregnant and doing that oh wow like props to her yeah. that's that's major yeah. impressive I I really enjoyed it because I think a lot of people can get lost in the sheen and the and the the bigness of what it is but even though it still had visual texture it was a very simple performance that had a little bit of of dynamic to it with the platforms and stuff like that but I didn't feel like it was over the top but it still utilized like a really big stage and and I thought it was really solid by her um when we got to like the the sixth version of the the humping, like I was like, eh, we we could probably do without that. She was showing but, you how uh, she had the baby. But the first pregnant. three, the first three, I was all there. The first three versions of the humping, I was all there. This uh, is how I had pregnant with my child. But no, I really liked it. I thought it was good, but. Um, but yeah, I thought it was good. I, I agree with Ryan because the whole time I'm waiting for Drake. I'm waiting for Eminem. I'm waiting for Jay-Z. I'm waiting for somebody to hop on the stage and start going with them. And that's just what they've done with the Super Bowl halftime yeah. shows because everyone in the past probably 10 years has been somebody else on stage with them. Mm-hmm. So that whole time we're just waiting in anticipation for it to happen. You're just trying to like, uphold the patriarchy. And they're just like, Nah, let's just when have Run Rihanna this town have her moment. Started playing. I was like, yeah. "Oh, it's Jay Z. He's coming." We're waiting on. for Jay Z. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting yeah. for Eminem. We're waiting for yeah. Drake. We're waiting for somebody to hop on stage with her, and then nobody ever comes. And then Apple, now who's, who did the halftime show for the first time this year, was like, ah, "We're rebooting this thing. We're not going crazy." <laughs> It was kind of reflective the stage, and it just being one artist kind of does it kind of resembles a lot of what Apple does where it's very sleek. It's very clean. Yeah. It's, uh, it was, you know, the, the stages were cool, but it, it kind of yeah. resembled stuff they build. It looks like a monitors and, and laptops and, and stuff yeah. that they have phones. Yeah. Um, so but you're I, saying I mean, this I think was it, subliminal it, messaging for Apple products. Maybe oh. so. It probably felt boring because it wasn't a satanic ritual. Probably. I was waiting for some British guy to to pop in and be like, we used a new aluminium to build these things. It's revolutionary. Revolutionary. On sale now for $39.99.99. Now, my biggest question, though, is was Rihanna just up in the rafters the whole game and then they lowered her down for the halftime show? Like, how did that, is that what happened there? (laughs) He's just waiting. Best I, was waiting, in the house. I was waiting for Sting to join her with the baseball bat. The icon. Now that would have been a halftime show. That would have been my favorite <laughs> yeah. one all time, right there. And Absolutely, that's what they. That's what they're Goonies missing. Are good enough. <laughs> they're missing a wrestling angle from the Super Bowl oh. halftime show. <laughs> yes. Dude, that would be insane. The pop. That would be the best pop ever. 
the glass breaking. That would be awesome. Uh, going to the third quarter, to me, this was a bend but don't break quarter. It was a big one for the Chiefs because they had to establish some type of dominance to come back in yep. this game. They score early. Isaiah Pachanko got a one-yard run. He ran really well all night, I thought, really hard. Uh, and they held the Eagles in check almost the whole quarter and only gave up a field goal towards the end, which I think was the their defense uh, getting a lot of three and outs and, and stopping them was kind of the game changer of this game. Uh, so that third quarter, it was a little boring, but it was very important for the Chiefs in that quarter. And then the fourth quarter was just insane. Oh, my uh, gosh. Chiefs come out right away. Uh, Kadarius Tony cut a five-yard pass from Patrick Mahomes, put him up 28-27. That fake out. The fake out where he's running and then hike the ball and he just steps backwards going yep. the other way. No one's near him. The fake out of that was beautiful. Yeah, it was a really good play. Was that him or is that Sky Moore in the next one? Isn't that what he did? They yeah, they, they they ran they the twice. identical play. Yeah, yeah. The, on the net. I was letting you build up to it. Come on, oh, Ryan. That's because did you that, watch that's, the game? Oh yeah, that's because <laughs> Kadarius Tony on the next play was sitting. How out many beers because he did had you the have? longest punt return? <laughs> yep. In yes. Super Bowl history. Yeah. So he had to sit out that play because he was on oxygen, <laughs> and Sky Moore caught the <laughs> touchdown pass on the next one for four yards. Man, who else was screaming during that punt return in pure joy? Not Ant. I was. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you it was pretty loud in my house, too, here, brother. Oh, man. Yeah, it was that was awesome because that just doesn't happen in the Super Bowl. Special teams is usually I can't remember even a return since Desmond Howard way back in the day with the Packers. Last time I remember somebody even doing something exciting. Yeah, I think teams. they said there's never been a, a punt return for a touchdown in the Super nope, Bowl ever. And the special team teams coordinator coach Dave Taub for the Chiefs before the game said to one of the the announcers, I think Howie or somebody like like I feel like we're gonna have a punt a punt return for for a touchdown today. <laughs> And how he was like, oh, yeah, really? He's like, yeah, I'm feeling it. And then Tooney almost got in. Oh, man. Pretty dang impressive. That was a great wow. play, too, the way he cut back and that wall was already set up. That was a great yep. design yeah. on that return. Yeah. Uh, then the uh, Eagles drove right back down the field. Um, some penalties that didn't get called there on that one. Jalen Hurts ran in for two yards, and they were with, they, and they got a two point conversion. On a Jalen Hurts run, thirty-five, uh, thirty-five. Now, before Man, you before that, you go on, Ryan, what is up with the Eagles able to get a quarterback sneak for a first down or whatever? Like it's nothing. Well, did you did you watch the what their offensive line does when they snap the ball? Yeah, nosedive. They they basically tuck their chins down and they bulldoze into the people's thighs, so they have yeah. to fall over. Um, nobody really does that. They, everybody, when you're on the offensive line, you always try to get low and push them. These guys do the opposite, where they just they all they all do the same thing, and they get really low and bulldoze, but they don't get too low. They're high enough where it kind of hits their thighs, and those guys have to fall. Over. I mean, there was one play though. Chris Jones literally jumps over everybody, and he's yep. on Jalen Hurts, and Jalen Hurts carry him. Still <laughs> kept going, still yeah, goes, you, and I'm just like, what? When you have like, a quarterback that can squat 600 pounds, of course you can carry Chris oh, geez, Jones. Just that. that's what I was gonna say. If you haven't goodness. watched any videos of Jalen Hurts squatting, it's ridiculous. And why? 
So what we're saying as a quarterback. What we're saying is we need a squad off between Derrick Henry and Jalen Hurts to see who would win. <laughs> is that what we're saying here? Because that would be heck of heck it was cool. it was impressive the power behind uh, their offensive line because there there was that play in the second half where they got the uh, it was like uh, two yards one yard uh, for the first down and you saw you saw him hit and then they yeah. stopped but then you just saw the surge of just, them pushing over for the first down but they they were almost moving backwards and at yep. that point and they're like no we're gonna go ahead and get it and then push and and to see them do that and the power behind that that line is it's just incredible eagles have the best offensive line in the league like just incredible mm-hmm. it was so frustrating I was like, <laughs> <laughs> how, how in the heck are we letting them do this for the 15th time tonight i don't how many fourth down conversions did they have it they had, had to, to be have a record. five or six they had it to, had to be a six. record I was so yeah. mad. And it didn't matter. It was like fourth and five, and you're like, oh, they're just going to do a quarterback sneak and get it. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah, there were only two punts from, from the Eagles yeah. the yeah. entire night. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. Yep. Uh, final drive for the uh, Chiefs. Some They end up, the final drive, there was some uh, a controversial call on yep. a penalty where they called a holding on the defensive secondary for Philadelphia on Juju. Uh, didn't It was kind of a touchy-feely play, uh, but they got the Chiefs a first down, and they were able to uh, bleed the clock out to kick a field goal and leave the Eagles hardly any time and end up getting the win. Now, I, I was talking to a buddy of mine who was a Chiefs fan after the game, and he said... He he was mad because he says the Super Bowl would be tainted because of that call. But there was to me there was four calls in the game. Yeah, two went the Eagles side, two went the Chiefs side. Because I thought that uh, catch or the non catch that was a fumble return for a touchdown that looked like a catch to me. Yeah, he caught it. You know, to me it looked like he made a football move and they called it an incomplete. So. I mean, it looked like he tucked it in, like he was tucking it yeah, in he to it. make a football move. But I think there was that split second where it could go either way. And so that's why they couldn't make the call because it wasn't clear. Well, normally that means you defer to the call on the field, and the call on the field was fumble, touchdown. Yeah, yeah. So that's where my frustration was on that one. I had, I don't remember what, what other one did the Chiefs get because I felt like we didn't it was get the, any there was two, all There was game. two other ones. There was the Devontae Smith huge catch, and that got called back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Dallas Goddard had a catch, and that they called it a catch. And that one was very close. He bobbled. That it. one was another split second type of yep. thing. The one with Devontae Smith, that first one, I didn't. I didn't think it was a catch. No, it was pretty close. It, was it, pretty close. it jumped from his shoulder to his belly, yep. so the ball moved and it in turned. His yeah, the ball yeah. turned in position and everything. So to me, that's it hit the ground. It's not a catch. If you ask any anybody, it's a catch. If you ask a Chiefs fan, it's not a catch. Exactly. I also said <laughs> if 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 that was the Chiefs, I would have been screaming, "That's a catch! That's yeah. a catch!" Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl MVP, deservedly so. Uh, let me check his final stats here. They're pretty good. Not they, they didn't look very good in the first half. The Chiefs only had the ball for eight minutes yeah. in that first half. The Eagles <laughs> did a Yeah. It was the defensive touchdown, and the Eagles just controlling the whole possessions in the first half. Like I said, if the Chiefs didn't get that ball back at halftime and do something with it, it would have been a really ugly Super Bowl. 
Uh, Mahomes finished 182 yards, three touchdowns, 44 yards rushing in that really key 26-yard rush he had late in the game. That was a huge run. On one leg. On one leg. <laughs> yeah, they were, these should have heard them after the game. I know you were driving home, Jay, but they said they were referring to him as the Michael Jordan flu game, the Kurt Schilling sock game. <laughs> I'm like, give yeah. me a break. Yeah. <laughs> and I agree with all of that, yeah. Ryan. Go, dude. <laughs> He's the so, one with 15 and goat on his chest right now on the podcast. And he's saying, give me a break. <laughs> so I, I have to bring this up because I feel like Andy Reid is notorious for his bla- his very bad time yep. management. And so for the end of the game, I loved the time management. Mm-hmm. The heads-up play by McKinnon not to run the football into the end zone. He went yep. down at the one-yard line. I loved it. I loved bleeding the clock down. I was not super confident in uh, butt liquor, but he was able to kick us a field goal and get it in. And so I just, heads up, I I have to give it to Andy Reid because he, for one of the first times ever, he had great time management. But this game, it ended pretty similar of total yards. Kansas City had 340 uh, Philadelphia had 417, and then first downs, Kansas City had 21, Philadelphia had 25. Wow. These teams are just so evenly matched. It, it was a fun game. Could you imagine uh, Could you imagine being Butlicker in that moment? Like, <laughs> you know, you watch, you watch your guy go down, and you're like, as yourself, like it's going to fall on you, and you're like, yeah. That was a good call. Hey, coach. I'm putting myself in his position. I'd be like, you know what? Maybe maybe we should try the quarterback sneak and just run it in. You know? <laughs> hey, Coach Reed, I, I don't think you're thinking I, this through. I, I, don't think you're I got picked through, last coach for dodgeball when I was a kid. There was a reason for that. Let's just let's just take the easy way out. Jay, how nervous were you on that last kick? Because he almost missed an extra point earlier in the game. Yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, man. What do you mean how nervous? I was super <laughs> nervous. I was pacing around. I'm at, like, the back of the room just pacing, watching the TV. Oh, he did it. Oh, he pulled it off. Was your the people that you were spending the Super Bowl with, were they pretty annoyed with you during the game? Not at all. They're no. very gracious. They, they were, were filming him the whole time. <laughs> Now, until, Jay, they're, referencing... until they're vacuuming all your beard off their floor and couch. <laughs> God, that freaking Jay who invited him here. What's wrong with this guy? Gosh. Referencing back to your uh, vasectomy episode, how many times did you have to go to the bathroom because of the nervous poops? Now, I, this is great. I did not have the nervous poops today. Um, and did you take like a pill to not have the poops? You know, I might have pre-gamed with some Pepto-Bismol. I might have prepared. <laughs> Every mixed drink I had had a little Pepto at the end. No problem. Nip a Pepto. Pepto. <laughs> now they, they uh, Jay, just for so you know, at the end of the game, they asked Terry Bradshaw asked Andy Reid because he said you're getting up there in age. Are you thinking about winning the Super Bowl and riding off in the sunset? And he said, absolutely oh. not. Oh, thank God. Yeah, don't. We need Andy. How about those Chiefs? And he, yeah, that's what he said. And he talked up uh, Eric Bieniemy a lot. I think he's trying to get him a job. That's nice. Very Trying nice. Trying to get him a job with the Ravens. <laughs> Any, anything else you guys want to talk about on the Super Bowl besides uh, before we get into some commercials and ads? I'm ready for commercials. Now, Ant, have you done, do you do commercials besides the Manchild Chronicles? Yes. Yeah, I do. Uh, never a Super Bowl commercial. But uh, <laughs> I, 
You probably wouldn't yeah. be talking to us uh, here if you did a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> what is your uh, what's, what's what are some uh, or some things we may know that you've done? You know, I said I said that I haven't been on Super Bowl, Bowl commercial. Uh, the uh, uh, there's a car dealership that I've I've uh, voiced for in Arizona in Phoenix uh, for all of their different nice. dealerships. They have probably I don't know pretty much every make. Um, and I do most of those. And uh, so it may have played in the Super Bowl. I have no idea in, in Arizona, uh, but not nationally. Um, but yeah, it's called Earnhardt, yeah. and it's been around for, for, I've been doing it for like, I don't know, like eight or, no, longer than that. 10, 12 years, something like that. Nice. Yeah. Now, hold on. Do you do the Sunday, 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 cars, cars, cars? <laughs> are, are you Monday Night Football? <laughs> I have done that before. Uh, no, what's cool about theirs is they're, well, and it's it's everything from Lexus to Chevy. So it's it there, there are varying reads that I do for them, but they're, none of them are too far, too far astray from like what I voice for you guys just mainly just me talking about whatever uh, whatever script they have in front of me but nothing nothing crazy no nothing over the top no uh no monster trucks or you know <laughs> you could buy the whole seat but you'll only need the edge none of those <laughs> maybe i should though any uh any commercials tonight stand out for you that you thought were above and better than the rest I, I, there were a lot of, and I wondered about them because I saw him coming into the year and into during games during the year, and it was uh, he gets us the uh, the spots of uh, of just of, uh, of Jesus gets us, he sees us where we are. I thought those are really cool. Uh, there was also uh, I love the Breaking Bad. Whatever those commercials were, I couldn't <laughs> yeah. tell you the product, but I thought they were hilarious. <laughs> um. Man, there was one. There was, uh, it was like, f- what is that? Is it farmer's food? It's not farmer's food. Farmer's yes, dog. It's the dog farmer's food. dog. Yes, that commercial was great. Uh, so, it, go, going from it being her as a as a kid, like 10, 11 years old, getting a dog and feeding it all the way up till she has her own kids and still feeding it farmer's farmer's dog, just is well done. Well, and then the dog is like having a flashback, like with his memory of her while he's laying there. So the problem is they aired that commercial right after Mahomes is hurt and the Chiefs are down 14 to 24. So I have have no time. Like I'm watching this and I'm like, I can feel it's hitting an emotional bone, but I'm too angry to even acknowledge it. If I wasn't I so mad in this commercial right now, if I wasn't so mad, I would have yeah. cried, but I was just too mad to even care. But that was a well done commercial that I, I put a star next to it. It was, it was my favorite one. You guys have any other ones that you liked? Uh, just very lighthearted and comical. The, the will, uh, will Ferrell commercial um, oh, yeah. for, the, for yeah. the cars was real fun. Yeah. Just kind of a few little pop culture, uh, nods and then the the zombie bit at the end the zombie bit and then for some reason i enjoyed the sarah mclaughlin cameo way too much me too like sarah you know that's a wolf right (laughs) (laughs) and like oh and uh that that was that was well done i i enjoyed that but uh I, i would say it was a weaker year for commercials um, we had a lot of really good, lighthearted ones, but not too many that were like uh, slap your knee kind of funny. So. 
I did I really think that this. The, uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, you're good. I really thought the uh, uh, what was the other electric car one? Uh, premature electrification yes. with the Dodge Ram or something <laughs> yes, like that. I love that one. That one I was <laughs> laughing my my tushy off on, man. I thought that was hilarious. That was almost a good pause and rewind to rewatch it type of commercial. On the the electric one that made me really upset was the Jeep one. Because they're like showing the Jeep going through the mountains and like all of these rivers. Now, I live in Colorado. I know the mountains, I know where they're at. There is no electrical station anywhere. For yes, there is. Like There's the one right there. The charge station in the middle of a, a That's what I said, too. The middle of the mountain, they have that Jeep, and they're like, let's plug it in. Oh, and I'm like, thank God this thing's here. Uh, that's not going to work if that's their plan. <laughs> There's no grid out there. I thought it was funny that, so this is the first year that Bud hasn't been the only beer sponsor had exclusivity. And the commercial that ended up having Coors Light and Miller Light in it, I was thinking, well, this is really cool that they got, like, they could agree to do a commercial. No, it's a Blue Moon commercial. It's a Blue Moon commercial. (laughs) (laughs) That was a bold strategy, advertising two of the beers the whole time, just to put your beer at the very end, I thought. For like 80% of the, 90% of the commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did like the Bud Light one, though, because the that was with uh, Miles Teller and his wife and his dog, his own. Because who doesn't do that when you're on hold and you're just being goofy listening to that stupid music on hold and you start dancing in your house? That's what you all do? I just get really mad. I'm just sitting there getting angry. I I usually just get really mad. Freaking fucking in the uh, Pepsi Zero commercial, great acting. Yeah. I like the Steve Martin and Ben Stiller. Yeah. I like the Ben yep. Stiller one better than the uh, Steve Martin one, but those are pretty good. I thought too. Before we get into the uh, movie trailers, the other one I liked was the uh, WWE commercial with the workplace wrestling. Yeah. It was just a quick thirty second one, but I thought that was pretty funny when uh, the, like she's like jumping off that balcony about yeah, that to put one's her been elbow around for a table. while, man. That one's Has been it? around for oh. a while, yeah. It that was just funny. I enjoyed around that. For I had a good time. Well, I was going to say, and then the other one that really confused me was the bunny commercial. But um, that, Donnie Darko Donnie too. Darko? <laughs> Donnie Darko too. <laughs> that was my favorite trailer. Donnie Darko too. I was That's like, no way, they're doing another Donnie Darko. <laughs> I the, the, the second bunny commercial wasn't as bad. The first one was creepy, man. Like, it did not make me want to sign up for Tubi. Like, I yeah, don't want no, a big yeah. bunny oh. just popping up to drag me down you don't a rabbit have to sign hole. Up, John, it's free. <laughs> did not no, make no, me yeah. want to click on it. <laughs> How many people were screaming at their TV on the Tubi commercial? Where <laughs> the later one, somebody's <laughs> clicking through, <laughs> clicking, leaving the Super Bowl. What the? What the? Oh, what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> it got my wife. Turn around. It, it got my wife because we were sitting there and it and it happened and I caught it right away and I was like, oh, that's really clever. And she was like, why did you turn it off? Like, why, we're in the middle of this. And I just stared at her. I'm like, wait for it, wait for, wait it. for and it. Then it. And then it like it, it had a the, you know the the two B logo in the end. She's like. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Jay's at company's house just freaking out. Who's touching the remote? Who did it? Who did it? I'll kill all of you. Who did it? Uh, my favorite trailer, um, we'll have to just jump right to it, The Flash. Let's the Flash go. Oh, Let's do it. Yeah. Let's talk about it. So, 
I have been wondering why have they not canceled this movie because of Ezra Miller? Like they, oh, the crap boy. he has done, like it's just inexcusable. Until I saw that trailer, that's why they have not canceled <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Ezra Miller. <laughs> this movie is going to be, I think, amazing, and the way that. Um, uh, James Gunn has been able to talk about how it's resetting the DC universe. I get it. I can't wait to watch this movie. I I think it's going to change the way that I interact with people online now because you know there's going to be that thread where people are just hating on him. Like, how can you support someone that assaulted a woman and and has kidnapped people and all this type of stuff? And I'm going to go down to the comments and say dot 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 dot. But did you watch the trailer? <laughs> did you watch the trailer? There's, there's sometimes actors do really boneheaded, stupid things, and you can't justify their actions. And then there's a movie that comes out that is just bigger than the actor and the actions of the actor, and that's what this movie is. It John, is we're talking about the greater good. We're talking I mean, about the greater good. You know, it's, if we want to go back to Star Wars, you know, with the Force, good happens, then bad happens. And it always evens itself and it matches out. This Wait, movie is that freaking good. Ezra Miller so, had to be that freaking Ezra bad. Ezra Miller bringing to balance, balance to the force. the force. <laughs> that is what that is. It's Ezra Miller balancing out the force. Guys. And with that this movie said, is that if good. it's the rule of two, who's the other? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I mean, we can all agree what made that trailer was Michael Keaton. Yeah, oh yes. man, I mean, so big time. Good. And then if it wasn't just him yet. saying I am Batman. They also he was also doing stuff. Showed the Batcar. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be a big part of the movie. And I'm man, if I've you been, haven't watched the night. full trailer because that was just the thirty second teaser we saw. They did release a three minute trailer oh, online I showing have more not clips. Watched it. Oh, so if you have not watched this. that yet. Hop on Ben Affleck's in there again as Batman, Bruce Wayne. Hey, guys, Wayne. I got to go. <laughs> it's gone. Have a good night. <laughs> it looks phenomenal. You have to watch that full trailer. Man, Should we George, even talk about another movie? I what mean, about George Clooney? Is he on there in his nipples? They did not tease him. <laughs> okay. But he teases us enough. <laughs> was, there any, was there any other movie trailers in there? Transformers. Yeah. Creed 3. Uh, oh, yeah, Creed Matt threes. Damon, Ben Affleck. Let's oh, talk about Damon. Damon. Air. My boy. That movie looks good. I'm not going to lie. All about I, Michael Jordan. I doubt and that's how it all happened, Nike. but it's probably going to be a great movie. Uh, the other trailers was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, uh, Transformers, like we said, Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Had a nice 30-second spot for Indy. Yeah, that did look good. Making his return. Excited for that one. Uh, Creed, Creed 3 coming out here in a couple weeks. Going to be phenomenal. Uh, that was about the brunt of the movies, I think. The Flash really stole it away, though. Oh, yeah. stole the yeah. whole thing. Any, anything else you guys want to hit on that? Super Bowl or anything? How about them Chiefs? Chiefs. I watched football. <laughs> We're so proud of you, Mike. <laughs> you did it, man. <laughs> it took all year, but you watched. Now... I got a question for I got a question for you, Ant, because Jay yes, loves to do uh, the movie voice guy. With your voice like that, mm-hmm. you got to at least sit at home in a, a room by yourself and try to do movie previews, don't you? Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. We, we should we should have him come on when we do that one of these times. Or here we go. He had no hesitation. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> there was no shame in that response a whatsoever. Lot. No. Uh, 
I I told him uh, when we were talking about him coming on the episode. I told him about that segment that we tried um, uh, last week or whatever it was, and um, <clears throat> I may have been like dropping these very subtle hints that uh, inception that, that we may need some uh, vocal backup for uh, some of our movie trailer segments. Yeah, easy to do. Yep, I'm, I'm in. That, that's if I could do anything, that would be. I'd just sit at home and do movie trailers. But what's funny is there's no movie trailer guys anymore. Yeah, it's yeah. just there's no <laughs> Don LaFontaine died and they all they just quit. It's like he, he signed a, a deal with the devil, him. and the ones he even went there, like, oh, thank God, the deal's over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, and He's if gone. I learn, Let's if I learn anything, being an old man, everything comes back around. So you just keep hanging in there. That's You'll be true. the movie guy. Soon. That's right. That's go. right. Yes, you're exactly right. I mean, never give up. All the '90s stuff is starting to come back. Yep, and and movie voice guys were the best in the '80s and '90s. Yes. Now, now, if we're talking about that, you know, the Chiefs were Super Bowls in the '60s, so we're now in the '60s. <laughs> we're <gonna be> turning <laughs> back. <laughs> well, hey, we're in the '60s. Does that mean the Jets are going to win one pretty soon? That means the Jets are coming oh. soon, Ryan. Oh, one man. <laughs> Seventy years later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's uh, since we're talking about the Jets, let's uh, finish it off here with the let's give some due to the Hall of Fame class of 2023. We'll start with the old guys who they feel sorry for to get into the Hall of Fame. You got Joe Klecko, defensive tackle for the Jets, part of Game Green back in the day. He won a Super Bowl. Chuck Howley, cornerback for Dallas. Ken Riley, a cornerback for Cincy. Don Coriel. The coach for the San Diego Chargers when Dan Fouts was there, that unbelievable offense. But the uh, the new Hall of Famers voted in. First time, first ballot Hall of Famer, Darrell Revis, Revis Island from the Jets made it. Uh, one of the best corner, probably the best corner I've ever seen play in a single season for sure, a few years. Zach Thomas, great linebacker for Miami, should have been in there yep. a long time ago. He made it. Rondell Barber finally made it. He was a great corner for those Bucks yep. back in the 90s and 2000s. Joe Thomas, I don't think he should have made it, but he made Oof. it. He was on a terrible Cleveland team. How dare you? Well, he he was on a bad team. He was great on a bad team, though. Was he, though? Did He, he was an he Iron Man. He started he, like 160 games in a row. Did he just look like he was great on a bad team? No, he was, he was, he was great. Over 10,000 consecutive snaps. Like, the dude was a legend, Ryan. And then DeMarcus Ware, a great pass rusher for the Cowboys and Broncos. Um, I, so Deion Sanders was talking about the Hall of Fame. And he was complaining about some of these guys that get in. And he said, if they're going to let all these guys get in, because when I got in, they said, if you make the Hall of Fame and somebody that has to change the game, that you change the game for, that made a mark on the game. So if, you're, if he said, if you're going to let these guys in, they got to create another room, like an upstairs room for the guys. And then all those other guys can be on the main floor. Joe Thomas, if they have that, he's on the main floor. He doesn't now, get to go up. Now to let me end. ask you this, Ryan. <laughs> let me ask you this, Ryan. Put Joe Thomas on the Jets for all those years. Same exact history, same exact stats. Hall of Fame or not. I don't know. What have you been but, getting? Uh, I don't know. Look how many yeah, quarterbacks. Look how many no, quarterbacks were you not put successful Joe Thomas, and same running backs stats. that were not successful on the Browns. Why was he so good? 
Because he protected the quarterback and didn't allow a lot of sacks. No, we did. They, <laughs> those quarterbacks got sacked all the time. They were terrible. Was it because of Joe Thomas, though? I think defenses shifted over so they didn't have to worry about so it. So you're saying if you're on a very bad team but you're very great, you don't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Is that what you're saying? I don't know Makes if he sense. was that. I don't know if he was that good. I, I think right. he's overrated. Take Dan Marino out. He doesn't take deserve Dan it. Marino out. Never <laughs> won a Super Bowl. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. <laughs> That's just my opinion. I'm sticking to it. I don't have much else to say about these guys. You guys have anything else to say on them? No, just congrats to Joe Thomas. You deserve it, man. <laughs> Hard fought career. I mean, for like it's like Barry Sanders. You saying Barry Sanders shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame just because he was on bad teams for his entire no, career? No, because you can tell that he was dominant <laughs> over everybody else. You could easily tell. And Joe Thomas was like a top five lineman every Dude, season he played. Ryan, you need to I, you need to Dude. watch tape on him. Court Dude. people were in the backfield all the time. I'm telling you. I Dude. love you guys. This was great. Dude. <laughs> All right, Ant, we want to have you on for the WrestleMania episode. Will you join us for that? Yes, would love to come back. It'd be great. That that is the Super Bowl of wrestling for all you non wrestling fans. Yeah, you should watch it. There's some great storylines going into WrestleMania this year. Probably some of the best they've had in, in a long time. You're, to be honest, yes, yep. yes, yes. Is have they made, have they uh, have they I know Cody Rhodes said he's going to wrestle Roman. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. Ro- are we waiting for Elimination Chamber for his other opponent, I'm guessing? Well, it, it's Cody versus whoever the champion is at WrestleMania, and it could be either Roman Reigns or Sami Zayn. It'll be for right the now, undisputed like. championship unless they pull a curveball and, and uh, wrestle for the title separately. Well, yeah. Well, Sammy's definitely going to win, so I don't even know why we're talking about this. Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Zayn, <laughs> WrestleMania. That'll put the butts in the seats. <laughs> there are two nights. It's it, there, and I think they're going to keep that for uh, you know for the foreseeable future. There'll be two nights of WrestleMania. Theoretically, there could be night number one for the heavyweight uh, for the world title, and night number two for the universal title. Which nice be two nights of Roman Reigns wrestling somebody and losing twice. I don't know. And if that, that happened, but that was the rumor for a while when we were going to get uh, Dwayne Johnson until he was yeah. ruled out. And so uh, a lot of the conversation was getting one of the titles off of him. Um, there's a lot of stuff in the mm-hmm. backlog. Apparently, Dwayne was going to bring in a new title, and now that he's not going to be there, they're figuring out how they're going to do that. And so there's a lot of. There's a, which is kind of ironic because he also introduced this version of the title that we have he now yeah. when, it, when he won it yeah. off of CM Punk at the 2012 Rumble, I think it was. And, uh, and so that'll be interesting to see how they work all that out. But a lot of great stuff rolling into Mania. Why? Why bring the Rock back? Bring back Hacksaw Jim Duggett. You know, oh. come in with that two by four and just lay waste to the champion. That you, that's how you know it's set up. Because if it wasn't, that's what would happen. Yeah, just come in swinging a two by four. <laughs> and and we we can only hope now that Vince is out of the picture because because I'm telling you, had all this not gone down over the last couple months. All right, here's what I got: Roman Reigns. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Vince, that's been the last seven years, bro. Yes. It's original. It's original. It's people what the people want. Unbelievable. You're exactly right. That's what that's what's frightening is that uh that's what would happen if, if I don't know. I, I do like a I mean I've I, I'll be honest, I was never involved I know 
Are, did we just start the WrestleMania podcast? Is that I what think we did? We did. Teasers. <laughs> teasers. We'll just the start teasers, it and just okay. go to WrestleMania. We won't stop. <laughs> the, the, uh, I, was I could care less about the bloodline until Sammy really started getting involved, like super yeah. involved. And when yeah. that happened, it was like, okay, this is starting to get interesting. This is, And it was funny. That was what pulled me in first was he's hilarious. Everybody else is stoic and very – and he's hopping around, yeah. you know, no pun intended, like a jackass character and he uh just re- and it was funny is that my wife is even she's like hey we got to watch smackdown i need to see Zan- uh, see zanny yes. <laughs> and uh like, okay I'm well you could argue. you, you could feel wrestling. it ramping up and you it was i mean they, they were getting some steam but it was in that clip that that kind of went viral for wwe where sammy made roman crack uh in yeah. the middle of the ring and right from there Easy. it was a rocket ship strapped to yep. all of them yeah. And uh, really good stuff coming out of that crew. I almost, I mean, I know we got to do something rolling into Mania. It felt a little premature for how much momentum they had, but it, but they've been handling it really, really well. If you're a casual wrestling fan, you should go watch uh, clips from last Monday when Cody and Heyman were in the ring together because it got super, super, and they they're great about, especially Paul Heyman, about pulling in real life stuff and intertwining it with whatever the storyline is that's on TV at the moment. And it was indistinguishable. You couldn't tell where it went from what really, really did happen to what they're doing to reel you in emotionally to put your money down to watch this. And you can't tell the difference between the two. And they were both just magical in that one. If you just watch it and and, and it it gave you a good time. Most things that they do right now do not allow you to suspend your disbelief if you're a normal, (laughs) normal human. Uh, But uh, that one did. That one was like, oh, crap. I forgot that I was watching wrestling for a second. And so if you you haven't watched it and you want to catch up, that's a good place to start, too. That was intense. Those two are probably two of the best on the mic ever. And they, yeah. And yeah, you couldn't tell. I mean, was it real? Was it not real? Like it was, it was intense. It was good. Real, real tears, good. real yeah. emotions. Yeah, it's crazy. Yep. And then uh, they pop out with a Pepsi Zero sugar can. <laughs> <laughs> acting, and it all ties together. <laughs> wow. <laughs> There's got, show got, continuity for you. They got done with that awesome promo of them crying. It was whopper, 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 whopper. <laughs> all right, Ant, we appreciate you being on here. Uh, we appreciate yeah, thanks it. Thanks for having you, me. You're the only professional thing about our show, and we really appreciate it. <laughs> not only that, not only that, but he has the distinguished honor of being the first guest first on guest. the Man Child Chronicles. Wow. Yeah. Don't tell my dad that. He's excited to be the first guest. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell my dad. <laughs> Don't tell my dad. Uh, uh, guys? Uh, you guys. <laughs> All right. Well, with that. Till next time, peace. We out of here. Thanks for joining us today on the Manchild Chronicles. You can find us on your favorite social media platforms at the Manchild Chronicles. Don't forget to join us every Friday for a new episode. That's all for now. See you next time.